Oh my gosh. Welcome back, y'all. Here we are. Here we are. Where are we? Where are we? Playa del Carmen. Playas, where the playas play in the, the Del Carmen. Oh. How long have you been holding that in your pocket for? Uh, exactly less than a third of a second. That's why <laughs> it was dumb as shit. <laughs> <laughs> the players, yeah, Playa del Carmen. Still not the player town because we actually think it's the retiree it's town. It's the old as fuck <laughs> uh, retired swinger town. Oh. I don't know why you keep saying they're swingers. They're just on vacation. We'll get into that. How about that? Okay. First of all, we're in Playa del Carmen, and we came here from Mexico City. The city of Mexico, where Mexicans live in the city. (laughs) And so here we are. And so how do we get here? So we got on a plane. It's about four hours Mm -hmm. uh, south. It's kind of far. I didn't know Mexico was so big, to be honest. I don't know geography like that. Yeah, you thought it was like the size of a state? I don't know, maybe like three states, but not like as big as the the U.S. I know, it's huge. It's like Brazil. It's so big. It is massive. And we actually took some from them, so that's nice. What did we... We took some It could have been bigger. Some property. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was huge. They could have had California, Texas. I don't know if they could have had. They did have. (laughs) And And then the whites were like, uh... It's pretty nice here. We're going to take that shit. Yeah, they're just like taking the top layer, like the best, the creme de la creme. And you better worship Jesus as well. <laughs> and they're like, okay. <laughs> but anyway, we flew. Yeah, we flew. Four hours across the country. And so in Mexico City, we were just taking Ubers left and right. Left and right. Esquerda y derecha. <laughs> better that. Uh-huh. Um, and they were so cheap. Yes. Like, so freaking cheap. Picture 2009 in America. Yeah. Okay, that's what Mexico yeah. really is. It's 2009 America when we were crushing it. No, actually, no, that's right after the recession. Picture 2006. 2000 and late. <laughs> yeah, I know. Damn it. Anyway, it's killing it. It was great. Yeah, so I assumed the same, and my mom has been yelling at me about, you know, like, you can't take the Ubers because they're fighting with the taxi drivers, and, like, the taxi drivers are literally getting physically violent and, like, punching the Uber drivers. And And I I was like, do you have to pay extra? That sounds fucking awesome. Lucha Libre in the person, and it ain't played out. Like, it's real. No, I thought My TikTok would explode. (laughs) And none of that's happened. I'm a little sad. But anyway, continue. You didn't say this in your TikTok. Oh, because it didn't happen. Yeah. Easy. Okay. Um, well, I thought it was just my mom exaggerating. So I kind of didn't take her seriously. But then the closer we got to our departure date, it was like the Uber drivers were talking about it. My mom was asking them. So we were like, all right, we're not going to take the taxis because they're going to charge us what, like, a hundred dollars? I don't know. Why don't you ever take a taxi? Because they're just filled with creeps who want to take advantage of you. And charge you a lot of money for taking advantage yeah, of you. Yeah, they're all like shysty. That's right. That's the word you would think of. I just like to see where I'm going. Wouldn't you agree that's yes. like one of the perks of There's Uber? two things, right? It's all So a taxi's all mystery because one, you don't know how much you're paying. And two, mm-hmm. the guy's just doing it for memory. So mm-hmm. you're like, and he's like some dude. I don't know. There's not a picture with star ratings. Like, it just feels less secure. I guess the fact that they're in that car should make you feel secure, but it doesn't. It doesn't at all. (laughs) You know? Yeah, because they're, like, shittier than normal Uber cars. Just like all these um, Mexican 
uh, policemen with their giant rifles oh, yeah. does not make me feel more secure. Should we talk about it real quick? So Let's just do it. Every, I, it I, I don't know if we talked about it in Mexico City, but there are, there's always a lot of dudes with massive... I mean, maybe it's in Latin America, too. They all have big-ass guns, and they're all just chilling. Well, we talked about it in Mexico City, but remember how we were touching on the fact that it was a lot of women? I never saw the women carrying the giant rifles. Did you? No. No, I didn't. So I think this is newer now that we're in Lila Cameron. They're just like ready to like go to war. They have like big old shotguns. And the thing is, is what's weird is like, I feel like I should feel more safe Mm -hmm. seeing dudes with big guns. But in fact, it makes me go, okay, I am terrified. Yeah. Because I I feel like, like is this what like Republicans are like, I need a, I need a big old gun. Keep myself safe. Yeah, so is that like our stamp of approval of being Democrats? No. <laughs> We're like, it makes us feel actually unsafe. Guns. I don't like this. Well, especially that. I mean, they're straight up like AKs. Like, they're huge guns. Yeah. I know. I kept saying rifles. I'm like, I don't think that's the right terminology. Well, the shotguns, and they, they're holding them like ready. Not- yeah, why are they touching them also? Yeah. I'm like... What are you going to do with that? We're at a mall. Yeah, and there's people everywhere. Like, you're going to kill, like, I don't know, six people trying to hit whoever. Anyways. Anyway, so we weren't going to take the Ubers or the taxi, so we found out there's just, like, this bus. Um, This is a pro tip. Take the ADO bus, A-D-O. It's, like, literally a tenth of the price of a taxi. Um, It doesn't really do that many stops. It's going from the airport to Cancun to Playa Gatman, like, and I think it goes to maybe Tulum, but we didn't make that route. No. Um, So worth it. It takes you right to the center of the town. And then surprisingly for us, we were like right in it. So um, we had all our luggage. So we're like, okay, now we have to take a taxi from the bus stop to our Airbnb. Yeah. Well, we didn't even need to really do that. We found out later. But we were like, okay, so we get out of the bus stop. Uh, also right before that. So you know how like... Most people's luggage have wheels on it. Well, Laylee's <laughs> just snaps off and she's just dragging it for like, I don't know, half a mile. And you didn't even know. And I go, what are you doing? Because it, it looked like, you know, when you're like running through the airport and it flips over on its side and you, you know, you're pulling it. And then it you, wasn't even doing that. And when then you, you and then you out. flip it back to on the wheels. To, and she just kept doing it. And I was like, what are you doing? And you're like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm and then I look and I was like, your wheels are broken. And then you're like, are they? And then it was like 10 minutes later and you kept going, are they? I'm like, oh my God, look right there. And you're still like, couldn't see the entire. (laughs) Why did you just show me your boob? I didn't do that. Oh yeah. Your right titty. Who said that? My Continue eye. your conversation. My eyeballs. About- you can't just. I, come on. I'm your novio. So. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so my wheel. Was Do it again. Broken. Do it again. <laughs> my wheel was broken. I didn't know for like literally thirty minutes. But to be fair, we were walking through like what sounded like gravel at that point. Right, but that titty was not broken. So okay, show we're it moving again. on oh, from yeah, that. Sorry. <laughs> we're actually cutting all of that. No, nah, no, nah, maybe. Uh, you probably because 50% of our audience is our parents. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, exactly. Gravel. No gravel. It was asphalt on a sidewalk. I and know, you were but just, it sounded and, like gravel. And before it, it was in the airport, which was smooth. <laughs> and that's why she didn't know. I don't know when this happened. But, yeah, my wheel just is gone. Yeah. Um, And 
I lost my train of thought. Did you pop your titty out? <laughs> they been both out because we were at the pool. But no, you probably tr- lost your train of thought because I had to carry that fucking thing for the next <laughs> half a mile. I'm like, and then what happened? Oh, I don't know. And I was like, I'll take it, baby, whatever. And then so we get on the ADO bus, mm-hmm. ADO bus, which we actually heard from a Mexico City Uber driver. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great because it's like taxis are like, let's say, $60 if you're going to take I thought it was like 100 Probably, actually. It's a lot. Yeah, and then the 8 bus is like $10 a person. Yeah. Yeah, about like that. So we get on the bus and immediately there's just like the craziest characters I've ever seen. It was like some super, uh, uh, you know, American. <laughs> big old, big old oh, American. the craziest. Yes. Uh, had like his shirt was just like completely undone. Like he looked like he just came from the beach. Yeah. Also, he had like a cane, like he couldn't walk. And he was like, oh. it's like, did he come off the plane? Like, there's no way he got no, off the I plane like that. No, he was in another city and they picked, oh, they had another stop. Because this man sense. had like, shirt wide open, belly hanging out. God, living Beer the, in his hand is what I fucking feel dream, like dude. the vibe was. Yeah. yeah. Skin cancer all over his white body for sure. Worth it. Yeah. For, yeah, hell yeah. He's still doing good. Anyway, so. Uh, it's weird. They schedule your seats. Like, they're like, you're going to sit. Also online, here's here's some bullshit. This is a side note. Is they, they'll go, you you charge it. They charge an extra dollar so you can sit together. No one gives a fuck. Just get on the, get in there and sit wherever you want to sit. No one cares. Yeah. Because they didn't know. No one knew. But Laylee's very uh, meticulous with making sure well, everyone. Well, the bus driver told me as I showed him our tickets. Oh, he was right. literally like, go sit in your seats. So I did. What would I was I going to stick my middle finger at the driver that just told me to do that? Yeah, you say, Cállate, puto. No, you don't. That's what I did. And he said, respect, say whatever no, you want. No, he didn't. This he is did. not happening. 100%. Prove it. Okay. Boom. You saw that? <laughs> Silly. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, so we make it. This is what I was just talking about, but now we're back to it again. We get to the central station in Palette Godman, and now we have to take a taxi right. to our Airbnb because we're not going to drag my broken luggage through I don't know how many streets. Yeah, and we kept trying to guess. We're like, I think it's 25 minutes away, and then it was like 45. Like Also, the, Walking. Yeah, the address was kind of weird on our mm-hmm. Airbnb app, so we didn't know. So we get out, and we're like, we're like, okay, just let's just walk to a main street. And so we're walking, and then there's some guy who just hanging out on a corner. This is what I'm saying with taxis. Like, look over a taxi, taxi, taxi. No, right. there was a sign. You didn't see that. There was a little sign above him, but I saw him first. And all the taxis were there. There was no... There, you there was all two. The, okay, well, we didn't get in any of those, did Not we? No, because one was leaving, and then the other one was the one that was parked, and he, like, moved up later when the thing happened. Sure, so what was that thing? So we see this guy who's like... You want a taxi? And we're like, yeah, we want a taxi. I don't know why he sounds Italian, but he was like, you want a taxi? And we're like, yeah, we'll take a taxi. And then he gets on his little walkie-talkie, and then this car pulls around in the taxi, and so we load up, and we get it, and we sit down, and then he, I guess he turned his car off, right? Whatever, <laughs> I don't know. And then he's turning it back on, and guess what? Nothing is happening. Nothing. Literally, he turns it like not even the fucking emergency lights on the console <laughs> light up. Like nothing. And he's like, you know, and he's like, 
And then like the people are like, oh, if you just push it and get it rolling, it'll start. And so then they started pushing it. And he was like, and we're like, dude, we've been traveling for five plus hours. Like, come on, like just work. We just want to go to our place. He's like, he's like, he's like, no, he didn't even say that shit. He didn't give a fuck about us. And he's like, just fucking keep pushing me. And then, and then he's like drunk tourists, like help the little dude push it a little faster. And so it was like, okay, we're going a little faster. And it was like, and the whole time I'm like, okay, let's say it gets going. We're going to hit stoplight, and then it's going to do this again. I want to go to my shit, man. Yeah, it was not going to happen. So I'm kind of glad, and then it just kept going. And then we're like, okay, I'm getting out of this car now. Because they were like. But then we were locked in. We couldn't. Yeah, they wouldn't let, fucking let us out, right? And so then eventually we get out, and then I'm like, give me, open that trunk up, dude. Let me get my luggage. He's like, nah, nah, Which is why you don't want to deal with taxi drivers. Right, but and we so, did. And then we're standing there, and we're like, and I was like, Laylee, what's the deal? And they're like, they're going to bring someone else. And then eventually, another guy came, uh, and he was like, you guys like, the gusta bailar, the gusta bailar. Yeah, he was so friendly. He wanted to just talk, and we're like, we're so over it. Also, yeah. I don't think we were traveling for five hours. I think it was more like eight at that point. The flight was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> because we have to leave the apartment to yeah. go to the airport. No, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyway, yeah, but then the guy was so nice, and he's just trying to talk. But then he's like, oh, here's your stop. And all I'm looking at <laughs> is the Airbnb, like, you know how Airbnb gives you an address? Well, and you, like, click into it, and then it says, open in Google or Apple Maps. Yeah. That was still, like, 10 minutes away by car. Also, when we stopped, it was in the middle of an intersection of just straight-up restaurants mm-hmm. and, like, and little shops. So yeah. we're like... No, this can't be right. Yeah, we're and, like, this isn't it. I'm like, then, it's 10 minutes away, yeah. and I show him my map. I'm like, look at my dog. But what was he saying? Because he kept saying he was like, it was like, because he was saying the 26 to the 24. He was like, da 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 Because the address said between 5th Street and 10th Ave. And I'm like, I understand what the address says. Uh-huh. But that's not what the map is showing either of us. If no. you type it into your GPS right now, it's saying it's 10 minutes away yeah. by car. Yeah. His- so you need to take me there. And he's like, but it says between 10th and 5th. And I'm like, I don't know what you're telling me. I don't live here. I don't even know what street I'm on. Yeah. I'm telling you, the GPS says it's 10 minutes away. And we're like kind of arguing, kind of not, because I'm just like, take me to the spot that the phone is showing me. And he's like, well, maybe that address is wrong. And I'm like, why would that address be wrong? (laughs) You know, like I was just not believing him and I was tired. Anyway, luckily, you were able to message the Airbnb host. She was very good. She's very responsive. To confirm, like, because he kept saying, like, what is the name of the hotel? And I'm like, we're not in a hotel. I also low-key was like, we're not in this. This is, like, the center. Yeah. We're not here. We're 10 minutes away, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> like, I it's know not, we're not no, here. No, there's no way. We're not in a hotel. Yeah. Anyway, she, like, somehow responds within, like, literally seconds. So, and I'm like, oh, it's called, but you said, it's before called that, Playa. he was like, oh, she typed the address wrong. It is 10 minutes away. Let me drive you there. Yeah, because I kept being like, we got to go to the thing. Yeah, and so. He could have done a typo. He was going to take us 10 minutes. So, we were actually. We were already driving. We were already around that corner. So, we were, we were like right there. 
So he did initially take us right, and then he yeah. was going to take us, like, way far away. Yeah. Because his GPS is in his fucking head and mm-hmm. not a computer. So, uh, anyway, we found it eventually. So we get the right address, and we were in the right spot all along. The man was right. And we were in it. We yeah. are in it. We are in it. We're, we're a part of it. We're in between restaurants and bars. Yes. We're like, whoa. No, it's crazy. It's just, it's just straight vacay. It's just burnt white people as far as the eye can see. <laughs> and like... That's all I see. It just the the tight braids on the white ladies. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just party scene. Yeah, so we were a little worried. I mean, we were like, oh my God, this is great. Like, we walked in and we're like, wow, we're really here. This is awesome. We have a rooftop pool, gym. Oh, so great. It's all like everything we can ask for. Literally, six minute walk from the beach. Uh, I think it's eight. No, it's yeah, it's <laughs> incredible. Great. Yeah. Um, but we were worried. Like, okay, we still have to work Monday through Friday. Is it gonna be too much party scene? Well, here's the good thing. What it, have we learned? It ain't Cancun. It's Cancun. Playa del Carmen. So, I haven't. I haven't been to Cancun. I have. I'm assuming that's where the young folk go. And Playa del Carmen is where the 65-year-old Canadian retirees (laughs) stay for three months. And they're very nice and they want to be our friends. We met them (laughs) in the elevators. Immediately. And there are... There's multiple. So nice. Very swinger-ish. No, I don't know. I still don't know why you think they're swingers. I don't know. I meet a nice older couple who just wants to hang out. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. Literally, I'm like, you don't think that'd be us if we were an older couple? Trying to fuck some young folks? Yeah. No. I, I hope so. That'd be awesome. No. That's great. Just going to the beach town for three months. Yeah, three some, three months. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop showing me your boobs then right now. I didn't do any of no that. No one knows that. No one can prove it. I can. You literally cannot. Check my retinas. Oh, have you seen that episode of... Uh, what was it called? <laughs> the awesome show. Black Mirror. Black Mirror. God, this oh, is it's this like is my it. top three show, but you I forget the name. I'm her personal assistant in memory. If you guys didn't, if you guys haven't picked up on that yet, she. Okay, I'm your personal assistant in a lot of things. So. <laughs> you said we we're gonna be sassy. This Boom! Episode. You hear that? You hear that the comeback, y'all? You hear here. that comeback? She goes, "Ooh, well, I'm a personal assistant in a lot of things. So what?" It's true. <laughs> so I don't even have to explain myself. To the to the folks you do. Okay. Anyway, yeah, yeah. we're talking about the people and the party vibes. Okay, something I did want to say though is you're totally right. Most of the people here are retired or families. Like 75%. Yeah. But last weekend I did literally and you did too, we literally saw someone projectile vomiting as they were walking away from the beach. Yeah, he, they were homeless, baby. You don't know that and you said you didn't know that. You're very confused. I initially didn't think so and then alright. Okay. You had a normal bathing suit on. Sure. Maybe. I don't know. And the person didn't have any scars or bad skin. They were very tan, though. But a lot of people are here. Yeah. But then you carry on down. This is the telltale sign. I don't know how you had time to look down at his feet. We'll get, where does the vomit go? 
to the ground. Yeah, I saw it just like exploding anyway, and I ran away. Anyway, you're going ahead. So you carry on down. This is a telltale sign of someone who's new homeless, old homeless, whatever. Look at their feet. Okay, motherfucker had one sock on. Okay, a sock. <laughs> well, and it was, let it. me finish. Thank you. <laughs> had one sock on, okay, and 17 holes in that one sock. And it probably, it was brown, but for sure that sock wasn't bought that color. So, I don't think that all happened in one day. But you don't think he could have lost his shoe, been dragging the sock in his feet through the sand, then thrown up on it, and then now we have right. one brown sock. How many times have you gone to the beach to wear shoes and socks? A few times, actually. Well, you're a fucking nerd. I don't <laughs> okay, know Okay, only you. because, like, cold beaches, wow. I'm almost always wearing sneakers. So are you. Oh, cold beaches. Oh, I didn't know Playa del Carmen was a cold okay, beach. Okay, well, anyway, we're moving on. Oh, wow. It, so yeah. after hmm. being here no. in the huh? party beach hmm? throw-up yeah. town, uh -huh. how has it been working here? Oh, it's great. Because uh, you can get super annoyed with work and stressed out, and you just go to the rooftop, and then you just feel that warm breeze... It's just like immediately if you could walk to like a Miami beach mm -hmm. or like a pool deck on a Miami, it's just like, okay, life is way better than yeah. work. This doesn't matter that much is what it like makes me think of, right? Yeah. Um, except for this last week. <laughs> yeah. Work is pretty annoying, but you know. Not work, the internet. Oh, internet Well, work sucked. too, but. It was good. It no, was good. No, that's why I don't even want to talk about it. Because I'm like, literally 85% of it, it's been perfect. This last week, for some reason, yesterday, to be exact. Well, the power went out at 3 a.m. and I woke up. Lily didn't wake up because she just snores Why would I wake up to... You know, one of my biggest fears is to, like, die through, like, a fire or a robbery. Like, you also I don't said think I would wake that up. You're, the way you want to die is in your sleep, which is what's going to happen, so... Yeah, but... So, I don't understand. Your biggest fear, but also the thing that you want to die from. But, like, I could have escaped from the fire and I didn't because I just didn't wake up. Yeah, you snore too loud. You growled, you growled too loud. So I woke up and I was like, oh, this is about to get sweaty because the AC turned off. And then it turned back on. I was like, huh, weird. And I thought it was the apartment. And then I think it happened once for a second and then it happened again. Or, right, it, it was a little. It happened like 11.30 a.m. Right, it, it turned off and then it, and then it turned off again again and you had calls and so you were like going to run to Starbucks and then you realized, no, it's all a play out of Carmen's power. So their grid is like Texas grid, <laughs> terrible. Like just going out. What? Yeah, Texas. How do you know because that? that? Because because they lose power all the time because they oh, have their own. They're also Mexican. <laughs> a lot of them, sure. No, because it was Mexico. Anyway, why is this a thing? What is, what? What does Texas lose power? Uh, because they a long time ago they they're the only state inside of all of the United States of America that they have their own independent power grid and they're run by Republicans who don't update that shit and so when they get hit by these terrible weather catastrophes because of climate change like Austin and then Houston got hit uh, they lose power for like a long time oh really and FEMA and all these different things can't back them up because they have their own independent power grid. Uh, anyway, we're getting way off topic Whoa. here. You know I'm just learning a lot. Maybe we shouldn't move there. 
Yeah, maybe. But it's also, <laughs> hey, no state tax. But uh, anyway, so we lost power. You were running and you found out that there was no power in all of Playa Carmen. And there wasn't a storm, <laughs> yeah. which is like normally in the U.S. or anything, it's like a storm makes you lose power. It's just bright and sunny. And then just out of nowhere, it goes, and you're like, what right. the fuck? Happened? I was literally heating up my sandwich to eat. <laughs> Toaster literally, went off. That's what we were doing. Yeah. It was terrible. We got through it, but aka we're getting through it because it still hasn't fully come back. It's weird. But anyway, that's not to say this isn't an awesome place with awesome Wi-Fi. It's just I want to just say a big pet peeve I got with Mexico is their water. Okay, I hate having to go buy fucking water. And I... Alright, so I drank a cold glass of water for the first time in like five maybe it was six weeks yesterday and the boy was dude 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 i put it in the freezer and i drank it and it felt like honestly you guys ever saw shawshank redemption and watch when they drink the cold beer on the rooftop that's how i felt drinking this cold water i was like oh this is the best thing you've been in prison for a long time <laughs> avoiding rape getting just fucking fucked with by guards and got beer <laughs> that's, wow that's how privileged my life is like yeah, yeah. i haven't had just cold, cold water, water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i i looked at it the same way they looked at it. i was like i was turning around i was like mm, this is and i was watching it's the all relative, condensation baby. run down and i was like hmm this is, I'm a straight white man, and I don't deserve this bullshit. <laughs> it's all relative, baby. I have a college degree. But, no. okay, I think the most annoying part <laughs> is we're not even explaining it yet. It's, you have to buy a gallon of water, or at least we do. I don't know, I think we drink a normal amount of water. Maybe I drink a little, I think you drink a lot of water, too. No, you drink more. I drink a lot of water. You're a fish, Yeah. I try to contain myself when I'm in other countries where I can just like obtain water. But anyway, we have to buy. What are these? How many gallons? Uh, oh, gallons. These are like big old jugs. So it's like imagine the water cooler jugs, but it's like a little, it's like half that. It says ten point one liters. Yeah. What does that mean? That means it's heavy as shit to carry on my back. <laughs> and that's how we have to carry it home. <laughs> yeah, I gotta carry. It's like you you ever see those. <laughs> This is so fucking white guy. You ever see those, you know, those Africans who have to walk to the river and carry on their head? Stop right now. Where are you going with this? I don't know. I'm going with, I should cut that, but I probably, I'm so sick of editing these, so. (laughs) You're going to hear the raws, y'all. Raw, y'all. Anyway, we, so every time we go to the grocery store, we have to get one 10 liter water jug That's all we can get, yeah. And Will has to carry that on his back and then have to carry everything else. So it's like, I can't get two pasta sauces and a whole new bag of rice and chicken and like, I'm like limited per weight here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can probably get multiple veggies and fruits and all of that stuff. That doesn't weigh as much. But when it comes to like the cans and the grains... I'm like, we're getting one this week. Let me tell you something. <laughs> it was the only other time, I think I already talked about it on the podcast when I was a freshman in college and I had to walk, mm-hmm. right? And it, it was, was forever ago, so liquids, tell us again. Liquids are the most 
heavy, the heaviest things mm-hmm. that you ever buy. And you always go, do I need this? And so, yeah, I need water. <laughs> okay, so apparently, I think 10 liters is 20 pounds or something like that. So oh, that's carrying. not that bad. Damn, now I feel like a wuss. No, but like on your back. Yeah, on, that's easier than in my arms. But wa- water, yeah, we, so. Water we, weight is different. We have to go to the grocery store a lot, basically. Literally, almost every other day, I feel like we're there. Yeah, we were talking about it because we're like, uh, also in Mexico, because we're like, Mexico City, we're like, why are we going every day, every other day? And it was like, because there's no Costco, we can't drive there. Mm-hmm. We have to buy things we can carry. Uh, it makes sense, you know? And we're getting so fit. like Yeah, but sometimes I think we go to the grocery store more than to the beach. Sometimes. And we have to get alcohol. So sometimes I'm like, well, now we can't buy the pasta sauce because I got to drink. I got to carry this wine. You yeah, know we definitely I mean? don't go to the beach every other day. So no. we definitely go to the grocery. We go to, so we go to Mega. Mega or Walmart, but way we go more to than Mega the beach. more. The beach is maybe two, ta- two times a week. And then we go to the Mega like five, four or five times a week. Okay, so since we go to the grocery store and walk around so much... What are the different kinds of people, a.k.a. the different kinds of Mexicans you've seen around? Okay, that was a crazy segue. So anyway, you were talking about it earlier. Me? Where you're like, we're flying here and you're like, I didn't think Mexico was so big. Wow, this is crazy. I thought Stop it was it. like three states. And and it was like, oh my God, I got on a plane and it took forever. I didn't know. I thought Mexico was a little bit. Why are you making me sound so white? So anyway, we also have been to a West Coast Mexican city. And we've also been to the West Coast. Shout out Rosarito. Rosarito, Tijuana. So I don't know. It was one of those things where... The more you travel, especially uh, inter, not continental, country, country mental, uh, (laughs) it'd be like, you know, I always think about this in America, like South Southerners are different than like New York Northeasterners who are way different than Midwesterners who are way different than West Coast people, right? So every country... They're not going to be the same, even though you envision like, oh, Mexicans are Mexicans. But that doesn't make sense if you think about how big their fucking country is. So I'm like, I'm trying to peg it down. I'll be like, we meet these people in Rosarito. They got to think, oh, they're different than Playa del Carmen. And then Playa del Carmen is like the big city, fucking Mexico City Mexicans. Like, it's all got to be different More so to them. I don't, I haven't really, except for like the color of their skin, like (laughs) some are more tan on the beach, obviously. Uh, They're all very nice. Like that's all I can ever say. So I'm like, I I, I know there's got to be some crazy differences. Just the lifestyle and the culture culture of of, uh, how they live. I mean, there's a little bit. Mexico City is definitely more of like the creme de la creme. Like, oh, you're in the big city. You're the fast Pace, blah, blah, blahs, you know? You know what I'm talking about? No, I think you're 100% on the nose. I don't think it's something I had thought of, but you're right. It's a huge country, right? So it's like, why wouldn't the people from city to city or state to state be different, right? Yeah. I think, like, the biggest one for me that right off the bat, I was like, well, Playa del Carmen, Cancun type of Mexican. So, like, what, East? Coast, I guess. 
Yeah, that's it. Caribbean. Yeah, go. Yeah, go. Style. Yeah, are just more friendly, outspoken, more mm-hmm. extroverted. Do you think that's a projection that you're Cuban from the Caribbean, so you're like we're just the most? No. I Rosarito think they was talk out there. more. I think literally in softer. every single Uber driver we got in Mexico City, I had so to start nice. the conversation. But they were so No, nice. they're so nice. But I'm just saying I oh. had to start the conversation. I was like, so this. And then they'll talk. It's not like they're like shy. Timid. Yeah. But here, they're the first ones that are like, oh, you mm-hmm. look like you. I think you're basing your opinion off that one taxi No, driver. I've been here before, baby. Okay. You're, all right. All right, all right. Touché. I'm just challenging you. It just makes sense. It's like, well, everyone here is going to probably be in the tourism. Biz, yeah. So, of course, they're going to be more social. That's what I portray. It's not about the literal location. It's like because of the location, they're going to do tourism. Yeah. That's like a big part right. of the income here. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to be more it's social, like, outspoken, extrovert, right. whatever we want to call it, right? Service industry people are going to be very, like, they're of just course. way more friendly and Yeah, that cool just makes sense. Fun. Where it's like, okay, in Mexico City, not everyone has to rely on tourism, right? Yeah, true. So, like, true. Interesting. See, that's great. Yeah, it's not because I'm from the Caribbean. I'm like, no, because I'm from the Caribbean. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That if you live in those areas of like the water and the hotels, you better step it up. Yeah, like you wouldn't be there. Which we you we both talked about, but you really talked about how Dominicans are the best. The we're best. not gonna get into that uh, right now. I mean, you know, Cubans could be, but they don't have the tourism. We are. You're great. You're great. But Dominicans, they get everybody. They're just hilarious. They're, they're hilarious. So they're fun. They're ready to have a great time. Yeah. They're not scared. Or, like, it's not scared, actually. It's just, like, they don't have a filter. And it's great. No. No, they don't. (laughs) But, anyway. Yeah, I think that was one of my big things. It's, like, of course, the Eastern, more Caribbean beach people are going to be more outspoken versus the other cities. I think the West Coast, but they weren't like that. I I don't know. But that's just generally with West Coast people. They're very more, like... And then something I learned more and more is Mexico City people are so nice, of course, 100%. But I also learned more and more how they have such a high, like, um, class division. Like, there's so mm, yes. many rich Mexicans. Rich. Well, that's where they... It's not even the tourists. It's like the Mexicans are so rich, rich. in Mexico City. Yeah. And then there's also just, like, the... The everyday normal Mexican, It's kind of like, have you ever been to New York City? It's <laughs> right. the same fucking thing. You've ever gone to New York and you order a Subway sub? Guess what? There's also motherfucking billionaires there. Yeah, it's like, it's like Mexico. That's why they, I think that's why they call it the New York City of Mexico or Latin America. Because of the, uh, you know, socioeconomic disparity. There's a big disparity for sure. It's like sometimes we're literally like, oh my God, this is 50 cents for a taco. And then other times we're like, $6 for a taco? What are you doing? You know? It depends on the place and the time and the people. But one thing is comparing America to Mexico. So one thing is uh, also comparing to Europe. So Europe, you know what you do. You don't tip there, right? America, you tip. Guess what? Everything you do here, you better tip. You better give a tip. Or this poor little old person who you like 
come on, man. Why, I, of course I want to give you a dollar or whatever. They don't want a tip. I think it's because of the difference, again, in socioeconomic things, right? Is it? Or I don't know. They're collecting little cans from us at the beach. So. They don't want a tip. It's, it's other people want a tip. Everybody that talks to you wants a tip, man. Right. It's just like a haggling. I guess because it's a bigger haggling uh, culture, right? Yeah. It's like any haggling culture. You go to the Middle East, same deal. You go anywhere that, that haggles and talks and is like, oh, I'm trying to, you know, come on, let me get a little. It's like, it's just business people, man. That's why Americans and Mexicans, man, we're, we're one and the same, y'all. But do be best Americans friends. haggle? We, sh- we should. We could. We do, but in a shittier way. But I don't think it's like in the American nature to haggle. No, it's not. Right? Okay, you can agree. Say it right. You're saying white people hate to haggle and it's so It's not white people. I don't think black people do it either. Uh, They're better at it. Man, white people are the worst. But I don't think in America there's a haggling culture. Jews are crazy. Armenians too. Italians are pretty good. Greeks are good. Dirty whites, right? They're great at it. But we don't haggle, no. New York's got it. Let's just talk about not the different countries in America. Just America as a society. Well, it's not set up to haggle. You don't go to a place and you don't try to haggle. That, Mm. like, rarely happens. Unless you're literally in a flea market type of situation. Unless you're an Armenian, bro. I told you that. Did I tell you that story? No, because it usually... It was outside of America, though. I know the story. No, it was in L.A. No. No, it's uh, so no. There's haggle. <laughs> Armenians haggle, bro. We just do that. Yeah, bro. You get it, bro. Sorry, I keep calling you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even responding. I doubled I'm down. Like, He's not talking. Triple down. I think. I think I said bro three times. But no, it uh, because it the, it was funny to me because it's like you haggling. It'd be like going to a Burger King and haggling. So they went to an enterprise. Here's a here's a fun fact, and I only learned this. From a guy, a white guy who was working at an enterprise, had to deal is deal with his first Armenian. Enterprise is a car rental space, right? And this guy comes in and he goes, "What's my price, bro? What's my price, bro?" And the, and Christian, which is a white fucking name too, he was like, uh, "It's thirty five a day. It's blah 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 with insurance." And this is like, "No, no, 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 no. What's my price, bro?" And he's like, uh, "It's thirty five a day." And it's and he's like, "No." No, it's not. What's my fucking price, dude? And he, and he was like, I don't, I'm confused. I don't know what I'm doing. So he went to his manager and he's like, this guy keeps just trying to haggle with me. I don't know what's going on. And he goes, and then his boss said, and this is so fucking true, FYI everybody. When you go to a car rental's place and you see cars on the lot, they will rent it to you for cheaper. And Christian had been working there for six months, didn't even know that. And so he was like, oh, so you can bring the price down because they have cars on the lot that they're trying to move. So it's like it's like uh, supply and demand. They have a large supply, low demand, so you can get a better price. And so this Armenian guy got a better price on his car rental because he knew that loophole. Anyway, and so then Christian was like, every time that guy came, he was like, Christian, my friend, where's my Christian? And he always found, he's like, you're my friend, bro. What's my price? What's my price? And so he was like, that was my first introduction to Armenians. <laughs> it was, they always want a price. So anyway, you can haggle. I think there is wiggle room. It's just like, we're just not designed to look for it or know of it. Um, cause we don't come from that 
we're not born in that culture. I just think the culture, I, I love that example, but I just think of the culture, other cultures don't have the price there. You have to ask, and that's how haggling happens. I was trying to segue it with, but I'm, we started with the tipping, but yeah. Go, what are you trying to say? No, oh, I'm done with that. I'm just saying you got to tip everybody for everything. I think haggling is more important than the tipping thing. You have to tip everyone in every country. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So haggling, speaking of, who haggled recently? But before we get into that, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I think haggling comes from a nature of not having the price laid out. Yeah. Which I actually hate because I'm not a haggler, even though I should be, right? No. I mean, it's just that you just got to learn. It's just one of those things where you just, it's a skill that you can just learn by doing it. If you're not used to doing it, then you're not going to, you're going to be like, what? Just tell me the price. I just want to pay the price, man. Yeah, but I'm saying if you are living in America, you probably only know that skill because of cultural upbringing. Well, it's societal because you go to Starbucks, that coffee's going to be five fucking dollars. Yeah, you're not going to haggle Starbucks. No, that's what I'm saying. No, 100%. <laughs> you know, the price is there. No, exactly. Exactly. And I think that's most of America, though. Yeah. Like, I actually didn't know that about the car dealerships and neither the Christian who worked at the car dealership. But I think they're, but I'm saying like. I think like, America is set up to not be a haggle place. It's like everything has the... They all say the price. Generally. The price is shown. Right. You well, know? Yeah, with food and stuff. I think there's more... There's more ways to haggle than we... We're just... It's just capitalism is set up to... Des, like, it's designed so we don't haggle. We just pay the price. Right. Or we just go somewhere else. Because we're like, there's another one of you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a market value, right? Right. Um, but here in Mexico... I'm personally going to say it's not a skill I have. I am not a good haggler. I hate it. I actually love to know what the price is. <laughs> I don't want to have to ask you and then have to like fake talk and haggle. I hate it. I don't like it at all. It's, How do you feel? Um, I like it. It's kind of fun. It's because it's a game, right? Uh, but it's only fun... When you don't need the thing. When you win. <laughs> when you win. And, the, and you know how you win? It's like you get, like I always say, it's like you you get what you don't want and what you want you don't get. So it's great when you're trying to do a deal and you're like, ah, I, like the best way to get a deal is if you can walk away from it, right? And there's generally when you're trying to get something, you need that thing, right? It's not like you're just kind of floating around. So, um it's fun to haggle when you don't need, like, you don't need it. Like, it's not a thing you need, right? So it's kind of fun. Well, I found out you can be a great haggler. <laughs> I, you got what you wanted. I'm getting better you at didn't it. Want it. No, I'm always like, every time I get a price, so it was like I, like, like I sold my car, right? And I sold it for a price, and it was actually a really good price. But as soon as they say yes, I'm like... I could have got 500 more right. from him. I think you That's are the, really good at it. It's, it's in my DNA. DNA. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's in my literal blood and it activates. I'm like, God, I could have got more. I could have got more. And I'm just like, I just need to turn it up to that next level, man. Uh, 
But yeah, we haggled. We got you some delicious braids. Oh my lord! You were talking about the braids that the white women had, but then that's what you wanted me to. I wanted it so bad. No, I know. But you pull it off. It's like it's like there's a difference between when like Caribbean ladies do it. It Looks great, and then there's like the fucking like you know white women, Midwest white women who got that weird red tan on their shoulders. And it's like just burnt like so bad and they got the weird spaghetti. Like it just looks awful. You're like, you just tan just the top part of your shoulders. Just cover it up. Why are you trying to do that? And they got the tight little and it just doesn't make sense. so tight. But then there's these like little you know, sexy Caribbean uh, mamacitas when they get the little things and it's so we'll have been wanting to see this. So I was like, okay, we'll do it. Let's ask how much it is. Yeah. I just want to know that the. That's what I hate. I hate not knowing what is the price. What is the word? Well, you got what? Like, we did what it right. is the price? So what we did, it's like you gotta just start from like what is because it is like what is like the normal price, right? I don't know what the normal going price is. It is insane. No, they never do. <laughs> and so we went up to them and we're like, how much? How much would it cost for these braids? And the people were like, five hundred. Right? Pesos. Pesos. And we're like, okay, well, maybe we'll come back. And then we're walking away and they're like, it's going to cost more. I'm like, fuck, no, it's not. If we come back, I'm going to make you drop. So then we were like, we're going to go to the beach. We go to the beach. And then this lady's walking by. Yeah, she's like 600. So I'm like, no. But this other person said 500. So then I go, would you do it for 400? And she was like, yeah. And then I was like, I could have got 350. (laughs) I was like, I could have got. I was like, I think I could have. She looked like she'd been walking. And that's where you got to go. I feel like she's been walking for a while and she needs it. Because also when we're in Madrid, or no, Barcelona, I, you know, we know just like, nah, I don't know. And she's like, fine, I'll do it for, you literally are going to pay me five bucks. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. But something that is good about haggling, or at least like for us, right? It's like, okay, we can haggle, but... um. Like, if you're willing to work with us, that probably means a bigger tip. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. probably the lower I can bring the flat fee, the bigger tip I'll probably give you. Well, they don't care about that because it all goes in their pocket. Normally, a service industry person wants a bigger tip because that goes in their pocket and the flat fee goes to the business. Right, okay. but so it like averages out or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Well, or they just, they're like, whatever. All the money you give me goes to me. Right, true. <laughs> Which true. is pretty dope. Um, but I did get the braids. And they look great. I know. It was interesting having those braids and then trying to be in business meetings on Monday morning. And I'm like putting a headband over them. Because it like totally looks like you're on vacation. Yeah, you like, know what I mean? No, it's, yeah, right? it's like, I'm not on vacation. <laughs> no, one, no one can just casually live their lives with braids in their head. I don't know why, but it's like, it means you're on vacation. Yeah, it and does. And I'm like, I need to hide this. I'm yeah. eating with like very important people. Yeah. Unless you learn how to do it and do it a lot more often. Well, they have to be looser. But you know the tight ones, like all the way to the back of your Oof. head? They're always going to mean vacation. Or or you're like, you don't have a corporate job. Yeah. <laughs> you're selling, Why you work you at a dispensary that? in like LA right. or something, you know. Or you're a promotional model somewhere, you know, whatever. Like it's it's not like <laughs> you're dealing with influencer marketing at an e-commerce uh, aggregator. <laughs> I know, but sometimes I'm not even talking 
into the the influencer marketing people I feel like would love it it's like when I'm talking to like just like the marketing or the legal or like those other departments I'm like oh god right <laughs> I don't want them to think I'm on vacation but anyway it showed you had great haggling skills because you brought that there. down like 200 pesos yeah well whatever and now we should have haggled for so we also booked some excursions and we wanted to haggle that but it's a slow season right now because it's March so the dude we're like gonna maybe haggle and we're going up to him to talk about this snorkeling tour and he's like Oh, yeah, and also it's slow season, so I'm going to throw in this other tour. And we're like, oh, my God, we're just trying to drop it like 200 pesos. He gave us another tour. Another tour for another day. So it's like essentially we got like a two for one. So we're like, we're not going to haggle this, man. But we should have kept going. It was just like it took us by surprise. It's like not in us. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. That was such a great deal. And we're like, okay, we'll do it. Which is actually tomorrow. We're going on a a snorkeling open bar, all-you-can-eat tacos excursion tomorrow. And I can't wait. So we have to go to sleep pretty soon. Yeah, we got to make dinner and go to sleep. So uh, peace out, y'all. Salud. Salud. See y'all next time. Oh! <laughs>